Well, hey there, friend. This is Sierra, your host for today's podcast episode and the founder of the Boutique Workshop. As a coach, it's my goal to help you as a boutique owner take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And sometimes part of breaking down a complicated task is hearing how others do that very thing. And that's why I'm really excited to have you join me today for a special conversation that I have with a guest here on the podcast. So grab a notebook and a pen, your favorite cup of coffee, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with our special guest. Well, hey everyone, this is Sierra, and I am so excited that you've joined me again today for the Boutique Workshop podcast. I have a special guest with me here today. Alyssa is going to talk to us about a couple things. She is a boutique owner herself, which we love that. Um, and she is an expert in square. So if any of you out there have felt very lonely on the square side of POS, um, Alyssa is going to um, talk about that today. We might even dabble into a couple Pinterest um, thoughts because she is a Pinterest expert as well. So we have a packed show. I'm so excited. Thanks for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. So let's kick it off with your story. You yeah. own a boutique, which is gorgeous, by the way. And we'll put all of these links in the show notes so you guys can check out all of Alyssa's happenings. But tell us where you're located and what type of boutique you have. Yeah, so my boutique, it's called The Hive, and I'm located in Bloomer, Wisconsin, tiny Midwestern town. Um, but I'm relocate, like I'm reopening soon with my boutique here. Um, I have a very interesting background story, but it is a Northern Wisconsin lifestyle brand. So, or I should say a Midwestern lifestyle brand really. Um, so it's a little bit moodier. It's good for like adventure and outdoors and camping and all that good stuff. Um, but my business started as a restaurant and events. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yes. And, um, what happened was the owner of this restaurant and event space was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I will give the business away for free to anybody who is willing to sign a five-year lease. So, um, my cousin and I were, you know, young and naive. And we were like, oh my God, that's an amazing opportunity. Like if we say no, we'll regret it for the rest of our lives. So we opened our, restaurant event space and it had a little gift shop boutique space in it um and it's it was geared towards you know cultivating a community of like-minded women we even had like a networking group that was attached to it called the buzz um anyway we opened on february 2nd of 2020 okay we know where this is going <laughs> yeah. yes so on march 17th of 2020 restaurants had to close their doors takeout only and we had an almost 4,000 square foot restaurant event space and um, boutique and the event space we could not use, right? Because um, yep. events were not allowed. Our restaurant that had a lot of in indoor seating, we couldn't use that anymore because people were not allowed inside. So we had to pivot to um, just takeout only and delivery. And um, I was dealing with staffing shortages. And I mean, I'm probably singing a song you guys are very sick of hearing, but um, towards the end of that year, I couldn't do it anymore. I had at that time, I just had a one-year-old, um, 
And I wanted out. I was like, I restaurant is not even, I'm not even interested in owning a restaurant. So I had to convince the person um, who gave me this business for free, quote unquote, yes, <laughs> um, that I want out of this really big contract that I made with you. And, but here's what I'm going to do. And I found a person to take over just the restaurant portion. And I turned my event space into just a boutique. Um, and since then my husband and I relocated to a different city. So that's why we're moving to Bloomer. But the landlord of that building was super kind to quote unquote, let me out of that contract. I mean, she understood what I was dealing with and that my business plan was completely null as soon as COVID hit. Um, but yeah, so now I just, I have this, um, brand that I've been, you know, tweaking and cultivating since I became just a boutique. And I really understand now exactly what my brand is and who my target customer is. And it, I may have taken a very strange way to get there, (laughs) but, um, my background is also in digital marketing and I love digital marketing. And that's what I did before I took on entrepreneurship. Um, so in addition to a boutique, just to kind of, I now have two kids, two dogs and two jobs. So I also, uh, do, um, web design specifically for people who use square point of sale system, just because you all, like you said, all you hear is Shopify, you have Shopify point of sale. And then most web designers are Shopify web designers. And it's not as easy to integrate your square point of sale system with Shopify as it is to just have the native square online website. So, um, I saw that gap in the market and the need for it. And now that's, I offer that as well. Well, I love it. Your site is beautiful. I never, honestly, like when you told me to check it out, there's no, I had no idea how pretty a square site could be, you know, you just don't, cause I, I had square when I had my store and it was literally the square that we plug into our phone. That's all I know about yeah. square. Um, but we do have some square users in our boutique workshop tribe and they've been asking for help because there's not a lot out there. So I'm so excited that you're filling that void. Yeah. Um, so you and I started working together when you came to me for some one-on-one coaching, as you were looking to now change your business model to a boutique. And we work through some different things with inventory and customer awareness. But what I remember is you were always so passionate about the digital marketing side. Like our conversations would always come back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had a precious little baby and then we reconnected and I'm always looking for amazing women to support our community. So you're now one of our expert coaches inside the boutique workshop tribe. Everyone has access to you, which I love. So let's talk a little bit about the transition from simply a boutique owner to now really like building out the digital marketing side of your business. Was that scary? Was that an easy transition? How has that worked for you? Um, digital marketing is literally a hobby of mine in addition to, um, being a boutique owner. So I, um, I had always been interested in like that easy content creation and blogging. And, um, I love teaching other people about digital marketing. Um, like I can nerd out about it really, really well, but I'm also very good at like breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. So no, it was not scary at all because, um, not only do I understand digital marketing extremely well, but I'm also a boutique owner. So my market of boutique owners, um, I know what they're going through and I can easily speak to the struggles that they have. Like we have in-store presence quite often, 
as well as an e-commerce presence. Um, and digital marketing <clears throat> and e-commerce can be really intimidating to people who, you know, I, one of my clients, she was an occupational therapist who opened a boutique, like digital marketing and e-commerce is something so like scary to her yes. that, um, she seriously asked me, she's like, how do you know how to do all this stuff? And my response was like, well, I don't know anything about occupational therapy. Like, it's just what I do for a living. And I, it's fun to, um, help other boutique owners. And instead of being competition with each other, we can help each yes. other out and reflect her customers. Like if you like shopping with me, you're probably going to go enjoy some of her inventory as well. So, um, it's been really nice to connect with other, other boutique owners in that way. Yeah. One thing I just thought about actually, as you mentioned that you're a former boutique owner or you own a boutique still. Mm -hmm. So you're a boutique owner and a digital marketing, um, expert is that all three of our experts, which this was not planned, but all three of our experts in the boutique workshop tribe, all the expert coaches that as a member you have access to all have owned or own boutiques. And so did I, I think mm -hmm. it's really important because where we're teaching. So I'm working with the numbers. You're working on digital marketing, square website. Liz is a coach of ours. She does all email text marketing. She owned a boutique. Amy's our Facebook ads expert. She owned a boutique. We get it. We get the struggle, we get the nuances. And I think that's really important when you're coaching or working with someone that they really understand where you're coming from. So I love that. I had to point that out because that just dawned on me. Um, and there must be a reason I gravitate towards people who have actually done it, but right. love that. Okay. So let's talk about square. Mm -hmm. Um, and let's say somebody is just, you know, messing with their square kind of like I would have had in the past, in my past life. Um, and they're really struggling and they come to you and say, okay, Alyssa, I need some help building out a square website. That's functional. What does that process look like when you take on a new client? Yeah. So, um, basically we have a conversation about exactly who their target market is, what they're trying to accomplish, but then my goal is to simplify a little bit. Um, kind of like one of the things that you have us do in our coaching is to simplify our categories. It's the same thing online. Okay. And it's not only just from like a business, um, ease of reporting standpoint. It's also like a psychology thing when people are on your website, simpler sites convert better. One thing I do love about square online websites is that they are extremely clean. Um, and there are apps much like a Shopify site, but it's kind of nice that the capabilities aren't so custom that all of a sudden you have this messy, you thought it was on brand website, but it might be a little clunky. So we talk through that. We go through the branding. Um, I recommend like little tweaks that they can make in like their product photography and that kind of stuff. And, um, I just kind of help them decide what are the things that I want on my website for people to make um, purchases. We also talk about if they want local or national traffic on their website, because when I build a website, I do make sure that SEO goes into every single page. Um, so that if you wanna rank just in your local area for people searching like around here, it would be you know, boutiques near Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Um, we can rank for that. Otherwise for me, I want to rank in the entire Midwest. So I use words more about Midwest for the hive. So basically really just figuring out your brand. Um, from there, I just get to work and, you know, I show the client 
the result as I go for feedback to make sure it's exactly what they want when they launch. Um, so it's really, really simple. Once I have access to their Square account and there's multiple ways to do it. You know, some people trust me with their logins. Other people can add me as a team member in there. And then what people, some people aren't aware is that there's two Square um, apps that you can have on your point of sale. So there's Square point of sale, which everybody thinks of like that white icon with the gray square in it. Um, but there's Square for retail. Okay. And that's a different app, but that one you can um, upgrade and you can use with your website. You can use it as a barcode scanner on your phone if you're at like a market or you're like traveling and you're being a vendor somewhere. But that's what I have on my iPad at my like brick and mortar location. And when an order comes in online, it tells me and I can fulfill the order right there. And I, you can just tap that it's ready to ship or anything like that. So the Square for retail app is what makes it a lot easier for Square sellers. Um, and that's also where you get all that reporting that is so important in terms of like what your cost of goods sold are um, and just like your traffic in general. So Square for Retail is the app that you should have if you're a boutique using Square, not just the Square point of sale app, which some people don't know that. Yeah, there we go. There's your nugget. <laughs> Take yeah, that right? away. Yes, I love it. Your piece of free information. Um, okay, so Pinterest. We were talking about Pinterest offline a little bit before we started our podcast. Um, I just want you to share with the boutique owners listening why Pinterest might be a good option for them as a social media platform, which it's kind of not really like a search yeah. engine, but like why it's a good option for them to look at as far as driving tra traffic to their store or to their website. Sure. So when you create content on Pinterest and like you alluded to, it's more of a search engine than it is a social media site. Um, women go on Pinterest to figure out how they want to spend their money, okay? That's really important for us as boutique owners because we sell things to women. Um, so if done right, your Pinterest strategy can help people make decisions that they wanna purchase with you, not just, um, you know, how like on Instagram, it's your personality and it's a mix of like engagement, Pinterest is really more like you can be driving traffic that you want to convert and make sales. And if you have an e-commerce site, right directly on your site. Um, another awesome thing about Pinterest is that the average pin has a lifespan of one to three months instead of one to three days like Instagram does. So when you make a pin on Pinterest, it can go a lot further for you than that content that you're making on Instagram and Facebook, which is really more like pretty much you're talking to people who are standing in front of you in your store, whereas Pinterest lives a little bit longer for you. Um, so creating that content consistently can really gear up traffic. I will say though, Pinterest, if you're going to invest time in it, you're going to want to make sure that you're okay with having a national audience. Pinterest is not for local, um, I just want the people in my city to know about me kind of traffic. And there's a very strategic way to go about um, planning your Pinterest content or content in terms of SEO on the search engine side of Pinterest, knowing what keywords to be using in your pins to garner that traffic. And again, the only way that that's successful is if you're okay with a broader audience location wise. 
Okay. That's really interesting and good to know because it does take a lot of time to invest in a Pinterest strategy. So if you're like, I just really want, I'm in a big city and I just want to be focusing on Minneapolis. There's, you know, plenty of customers to be had. Maybe we leave Pinterest off for a little while. Um, But for someone that's really wanting to build an online presence, because they're an online only store, this would be an amazing way to spend your time to build out. Yeah. Because you are going to want to attract people from all over to build that website traffic. Yep. And just, you have to keep in mind the the type of content on there. Like, yes, there is shopping on Pinterest and you can pin your inventory and that should be part of your Pinterest strategy, but you're also going to want to think about creating content in terms of blog posts, like outfit ideas. How many times have you gone to Pinterest for outfit ideas? Get on that, like make the blog post, take photos of your inventory, um, depending on the season with outfit ideas. And that's what your pins can be. Cause then when they click on your pin and they go to your website, they can purchase those items that they saw in the pin that they enjoyed. So that. think about the full funnel there. Yes. And we talk about that a lot in the boutique workshop. What pros or what uh, problem are you solving for your customer? Not what product are you selling to them? And Pinterest would be a great way to really flush that out. Mm -hmm. Um, What problem are you solving? Is your customer hate buying denim? You could become the denim expert on Pinterest and have so many style tips and ways to wash denim and ways to wear denim. And of course, eventually you're going to drive them to purchase those jeans in your store, but then it's valuable content as they're sitting on their couch scrolling. I hate jean shopping. How do I find the best gene that fits for me on Pinterest, you happen to pop up with your three, three ways to wear denim or whatever that might look like. Love it. Okay. So you're an expert coach in the boutique workshop. Can you just share with, um, the boutique owners that are listening that maybe aren't members of the boutique workshop tribe yet, why that's such an amazing tool for boutique owners. Like they have this access to coaching with me, coaching with our expert coaches who are boutique owners and then our expert expert coaches that really dive into a specific topic like square retail. Um, What's the benefit of just having those experts at your fingertips? Yeah. Um, Not only all those experts, but just the community of the boutique owners in there as well. A lot of times if an expert doesn't respond right away, another boutique owner will answer your question for you with like things that worked for them. So you don't have to learn the hard way because they already did, um, which I'm an expert at learning the hard way too. I can add that to my resume for sure. Yeah. You and me both. Yes. I know. Right. <laughs> um, but no, it, it does take that off. Like if you're so sick of trial and error and you just want strategy and how do I do this so that I know that I'm, you know, taking steps every single day, little ones to eventually make the results that I want, then the boutique workshop is for you because Sierra breaks it down so bite-sized that it's really easy to implement. It's no longer overwhelming. And our expert coach, our coaches are great at explaining things in a very, very easy to understand way. So whether you feel like you're tech savvy or not, somebody in the boutique workshop can help you. Yeah, for sure. I remember um, there was just a post the other day, someone had a question about how to find their cost of goods sold in square and you were there available. You jumped in. I mean, to try to Google that and watch a bunch of YouTube videos or get advice from boutique owners and other communities that really don't know what they're doing. This is just such a one-stop shop and I love it. And we love having you. So I'm so excited. You're new to the team this year. You're going to add so much value. Plus I get to work with you on some of my projects. So I am just pumped. Okay. I love to always finish off when I have a guest by just Having you offer, this is a surprise question, but what's one piece of advice you would love to offer to 
fellow boutique owners or fellow small business owners that has really helped you? Um, yeah, I guess just at the end of the day, the things that matter are your family and your friends. And even if you have a cruddy day or it feels like you're not getting anywhere in your business, like look at who you have around you. And that's all that matters. That got me through the big story that I told you. Um, and every day I still get to look at my husband and my daughters and it's all okay. And even if the boutique or my business doesn't work out, it's all going to be okay because I have them. Um, so I, I guess just go for it and try to yeah. make your dreams come true. And if it doesn't work out the way you planned, you still have so much to look forward to every day. Yeah. And then on to the next chapter with your great support system around you. Yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks Alyssa for joining us today. It was so much fun to talk to you. Thank you. All right. Thanks everyone for tuning into the boutique workshop podcast. I am excited to join you again next week for another awesome podcast. We're breaking down all things inventory this month on the boutique workshop podcast. So if you just have questions on inventory, keep tuning in. I'll give you little tidbits every week as we talk about all things inventory um, and head through this month. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you all later. Bye for now. Hey there, did you happen to listen to my recent conversation with the founder of Faves over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group? If not, then listen up and I'll share the details with you right here. So Faves created this awesome app to help boutique owners just like you organize and optimize buying. The app makes it so easy to remember details like what vendors you purchased from, cost of the inventory, what you're planning to market up, and even when that inventory is about to be delivered. If you've always wanted an assistant buyer, someone that can keep track of all the inventory that you're planning to bring in, then Faves is the app for you. It will protect you from buying similar products, and most importantly, it's gonna save you time and money and help you make more profitable buying decisions. So if you wanna learn just a little bit more, head on over to favespro.com. That's F-A-V-E-S pro.com, and take a look at this awesome app made specifically for boutique owners just like you. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.